0: What we're going to look at today is God will supply. And what we have looked at thus far, how many wants to guess what month I started this in Philippians? Somebody asked me the other night, is that the only only book in the Bible you know anything about? Philippians. How many wants to guess? August? No. July. In July the 22nd, We started songs at midnight and then potential, preaching on preaching, spiritual rhythm, learning through adversity, don't waste your opportunity, do you have the correct form, selfishness is so selfish, light of the world, resurrection, beware of dogs, one thing, those pillars and that cross, the peace of God, stay away from stinking thinking, miracles come in, can, in I can, and today God will supply. How many has heard every one of them? I have two. <laughs> and today we will, uh, we will finish this up with the help of the Holy Spirit. Bow your heads, please. Father, we ask and pray to your God that your anointing will be upon the reading of your scripture as well as the preaching of your scripture and, Lord, the hearing of your scripture. In Jesus' name, amen. Philippians chapter number 4, starting with verse number 15. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia... No church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Of all the churches that Paul helped and helped get started, the church at Philippi was the only one that tried to keep track of where Paul was at and sent him money and clothing and what he would would need from time to time. For even in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity, Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. It was an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus." And that verse, you know. And that verse, you quote. And that verse, you've heard preach from time to time. But let me, before this day's over, let me put a spin and maybe a twist on that that perhaps that you haven't heard. In verse 17, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. The NIV says... I'm looking for what may be credited to your account. The New Living Translation says, I want you to receive a well-earned reward. This was Paul talking to the church. The New American Standard, I seek for the profit which increases to your account. That preacher's after my money. No, 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 no. I want to see you blessed. This is God's word. And I'm going to read this again. Verse 17, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Preacher, I just can't see that happening. My answer to you is, believe it anyway. Yes. God has come through for you in the past. You need to be willing to have faith in him for the now and in the future. I think it was during the last week in November, Greg and Josh Shell and myself, we started helping over at the uh, Fairfield branch on the modified youth room and started mudding and taping and <laughs> man, I hadn't done that in years. i tell you what, I've hit an age now to where, and I never I even heard of this before, but now it's like my best friend, ibuprofen. <laughs> wow. I feel like a new man. And we had taped that out and came back this direction, and I don't remember now exactly uh, the scenario of this, but it seemed like I dropped uh, Greg and Josh off at the house, and I got to thinking about um, on my way home, and then I passed right by it where I could have got some, and I forgot about it. But uh, I was thinking about Jennifer Upchurch. Every Monday morning when she shows up here for staff meeting, she's got her very own... A little uh, bottle. Watch out! You know, you don't know where I'm going here. Uh, a little bottle of French vanilla creamer, and it tastes so good. And I thought I got to get some of that. And I went right by where the Dollar General, so I let them guys off, and I went back to Dollar General, and I am covered. I get into my work. I'm covered from head to toe with drywall mud. And here was my thought, guarantee you I'm going to run into people from the church. And I did. First person I seen was Cindy Withrow I believe it was. But uh, I walked on into the building and there Andrea uh, Lewis was there and she said with a big smile on her face, hi Pastor Mark. And Grant, her son, was standing there, and and he looks and says, Hi, Pastor Mark. Now, retrace this. I didn't look like that I look now, all suave and and sophisticated. (laughs) Not at all. Covered from head to toe with drywall mud everywhere. And then when I check out and I leave, and then I think it was... uh, uh, Jarrett, he was standing outside by their, by their vehicle and he looked at me and big smile. That, that boy reminds me so much of my of, of Josh Shell when he was that age. But big smile on his face, and, and he said, same thing. Hi, Pastor Mark. I got to thinking about that. They call me Pastor Mark even though I didn't look like Pastor Mark. There are times that God is not going to look like he is a provider. You still need to call him that. You still need to call him that. Because God may not be working on my schedule, and oh, how I wish he would. Pay attention. (laughs) But he may not always be working on my schedule. Think of the thief on the cross That looks at Jesus and says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He, the Lord Jesus, was covered from head to toe with blood. The book of Isaiah says he wasn't even recognizable as who he was. And yet that man looked at him and said, Lord, He didn't look like a Lord, but by faith, that man called him Lord. When there's times in your life to where it seems like your back's up against the wall and you don't know what you're going to do, know this, God is still a provider. Even though it may not always look like he's providing for you, God is a provider. They looked at me by faith, knowing that they had seen me look like, all dressed up like Dapper Dan before. And they knew that I was a pastor, whether I looked like it or not. By faith. By faith. I want you to go to the book of Ephesians. You're almost there. You're real close anyway. Go to Ephesians chapter 2. This may be my favorite verse in the Bible. And you could probably hang all of your Christian existence on these two verses that I will read. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Let me just throw in number 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in those good works. You do not go to heaven because you're a good person. God requires faith. You don't go to heaven because you take communion. You don't go to heaven because you're sprinkled as a baby. You don't go to heaven because you was confirmed as a child. You don't go to heaven because of, of, again, being a good person. You don't go to uh, heaven because you observe Ash Wednesday. Or Monday, is it Monday, Thursday? Or how are you Catholics? Help me out here. Or Monday, Thursday. Or because you observe Good Friday. Or even because you go to church. God requires faith. I need some help. Matt, come and help me. You're you're right here close. Stand over here on this side. Carlin, come and help me. You have that. God requires faith for a person to be saved. Matt wants to be saved. And God requires faith for him to be saved. Now, what does God do? They you've got to work with me. This is God. And it'll work with me now, people. I mean, <laughs> I want the Father to do what, he is, what his word says he's going to do. He provides and he gives the faith. Now, here's the deal. What God requires, He requires faith. God provides. What God requires, God will provide. That's how big He is. He requires faith to be saved and then turns right around and gives the person the faith to be saved. Thank you, guys. That's yours to keep. Let's read this again now. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that, not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. What God requires, God provides. Thank Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. For salvation, God requires that a person has faith and then gives the person the faith so that person can be saved. God required a sacrifice after Cain killed Abel and then God gave and provided the sacrifice to Cain. It says in the Hebrew that a sin offering is at your door. Cain killed Abel. Cain did not offer up the sacrifice that he should have. And then God said, sin is at your, a sin offering is laying at your door. God wanted that man back in fellowship, even after he had slaughtered and killed his own brother. And God said, I require a sacrifice. And then God said, it's at your door. Go home, and that lamb will be right there at your door. What God required, God provided. Thank God for that. For obedience, God requires good works. Then he gives us the good works to do. Here at Orchardville Church, if you want to get involved in good works, there are a lot of ways to do that. Let me list some of them. Nursery. O.C. Kids. Kids. Adventureland, modified youth, Sunday school teachers, girls of grace, boys of strength, live out loud, drama, ushers, greeters, info desk, the fit team, the security directors, the security volunteers, the rapid response team, the singles ministry, a volunteer in maintenance and landscaping, uh, funeral dinners, angel tree, Uh, Good Samaritan deliveries, CD ministries, communion coordinators, prayer chain, card ministry, Camp Orchardville workers, valet parking, lighting tech, sound tech, video tech, computer tech, praise team, production managers. There's deacons, finance team, Bible study leaders, there are singers, there are Flowers for funerals, there are altar workers, small group leaders and hosts, kitchen coordinators, parking attendants, mission trip coordinators, soda machine volunteer, graphics director, modified youth praise team, Oasis volunteers, camera volunteers, VBS, men's ministry, women's ministry, fireworks extravaganza, and the Seeds of Faith volunteers. A lot of ways to get involved. God requires for us to get involved and then turns right around in the church that you attend and provides you the opportunity to get involved. Yeah, I want to get involved, preacher. Thank God for that enthusiasm. (laughs) God requires us to go and tell the good news, right? And then God prepares the person before we ever get there. Something that I told the Wednesday night group, Years ago, a man asked me to go visit his wife, and they were in a big squabble, and I brought a guy with me to go talk to this man's wife. And as we're on our way to Mount Vernon, this guy is sitting next to me in the vehicle, and he says, Mark, this ain't going to go well. And I said, oh, yes, it will. And we drive a few more miles. Mark, this ain't going to go well. And I said, "Oh, you watch! I'll just I'll charm Miss Gal, and I'll I'll know all the right things to say." Mark, this ain't going to go well. Oh, yes, it will. You just God's already went before, us and it's going to go great. And get over there, and I'm telling you, before it was over with, that woman threw us out of her house and said, "Preacher, don't ever come back, and don't let the door hit you." You know where. And you say, well, God didn't prepare that woman. I think he did, or else she'd have had a shotgun and killed me. <laughs> I do. She was irate. <laughs> God requires his people to bear burdens. That's what the Bible said, let every man bear his own burdens. But then God turns right around and says, cast your burden upon me. Amen. God requires us to pay a tithe. And did you catch those words? I I mulled that over in my mind and thought, Lord, I want to get that just right. I didn't say to give a tithe. You pay a tithe. God requires us to pay a tithe. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching so good. God requires us to pay a tithe and then turns right around and provides us the strength to be able to have a job. That's what he
1: does.
0: (laughs) My God shall supply all my needs. Now listen to this. It doesn't say that my God shall fulfill all my needs. He'll supply my needs. I think to fulfill it, is left up to me. If I'm going to lay on the couch and eat bonbons all day, <laughs> I don't think many of my needs are going to be met. Years ago, me and George was over at a church, I ain't going to say where, and it was a group of ministers and the guy leading the service, he said pray pray for my son pray for my son. He needs a job. He needs a job so desperately. And at the end of the service, all the ministers came forward and we prayed for him to, his son to get a job. When we left that place, I didn't know this guy, but George grew up with him. As we leaving the place, it's what George Thomason told me. Mark, all you ministers praying the wrong prayer. You should have been praying for him to fill out an application. because he's content on laying on mom and dad's couch and doing nothing. I'm telling you the idea that we think that we're going to do absolutely nothing and let, you know, people say, well, God, he supplies the, the bird with worms. Well, they've got to dig him out of the ground, though. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. God told Abraham... Take your only son and offer him as a sacrifice. Requirement. That was a requirement. Then they get on top of Mount Moriah, and what did Abraham say God would do? God will provide. What did God do? He provided a ram caught in the thicket. And not only that. Listen. It's like God entered into a a covenant with Abraham, but in like any agreement, one party is going to be greater, bigger, more powerful than the other. Of course, God was the one more powerful than Abraham. And what God required of Abraham, and then God provided for Abraham, God required for himself to offer his only son, and God provided that son. God will just supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And I'm on, I don't know what a bonbon is, but I always thought that just sounds so luscious. Is a, bon, is a bonbon good? Huh? Is that good? A bon bonbon. I'm just going to lay on the couch and not do nothing, and God's going to supply my needs. No, it's bad English, but good theology. No, he ain't. There's going to be a part that you're going to have to fulfill. Yes, he is going to supply our need. There's going to be a part that I'm going to have to fulfill, but you're going to have to fulfill. What God requires, God provides. God requires every person to be saved and then provides the faith that we can be saved. Bow your heads, please. Father, I'm thankful, God, for your provision and, Lord, thankful for the faith that you even give us that we have in you. And I'm asking and praying, Lord, this day that if there is someone here, they've never asked you a savior in their life, God, you require that for that person to go to heaven. And then you provide the faith and the sacrifice for that to be a reality. Speak to every heart here, if there's anybody here without Jesus Christ near and dear in their life, I'm believing that today is going to be a red-letter day for them, and they're going to say, I see it now. I see it now. God will even give me the faith that it takes for me to be born again. I see it. I see it. I see it. And God, whatever else kind of needs would be in this house, we ask and pray, Lord, as we lift these We lift this congregation up to you, Lord God, that they would be willing to step out and to step up in faith and say, Lord, here I am. Hear me. Help me, O God, in what I'm going through. In your name, Lord Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. Would you please stand? These altars are open. If you have a need for prayer, maybe there's someone here. Maybe there's someone here that's unsaved. You can be saved today. Preacher, I don't understand all about salvation. You see that cross? 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died upon a cross to pay the debt, the sin debt of every person who's ever lived. And all we've got to do is by faith say, Lord, I receive that. Preacher, I don't have the faith. God provides you that faith. What God requires, God provides. Be willing to step out. Come on. Come on. Come on. You
1: spoke. Sing.